do like this shirt. I'm wearing this municipal too. This is this good is the gear. Easy Crew light. Let me tell you, got a big box. Be said yep. municipal on it. Was very excited. Oh my very god! Excited. Oh, this is a good. This is good off. Yeah. I, oh, by the way, welcome into No Punts Allowed. Do you have a beer to crack for us? Yeah, sure. We'll do it live. Usually I do three, two, one, but we'll just do the cold open. You just wing it. Oh, there's definitely beer on the microphone. Um, I normally it's holidays. It's acceptable. This is this is a holiday can, little ninja versus unicorn. I've done this beer before. Just look how you delightful have. that can is, though. For anybody, go to YouTube. Audio, audio media, audio media. I'll remind myself. But yes, cheers. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, friends. How are you? Good. We were just talking prior to starting the recording that um, this holiday season has felt a little strange just based with based on like the schedule and everything. And like we got to record next week, but a week after that, we're in Houston for the national championship. Like things are moving very quickly. Yes. And um, today is National Signing Day when we are recording this. So it'll obviously come out on Thursday. Um, early National Signing Day kind of a little bit more of a thing than we're used to, but we also have transfer portal stuff going on, yes. so there is a lot going on. But this week, you and I both received packages from our proud sponsor, Municipal. Producer Matt, put a note. Okay. Hey, cheers. Um, we got, like, you, you said, they were, like, big boxes. I walked home. Huge you boxes. Had, you had the same thing. Like, it was like, oh, my God. And then I put on a little fashion show for my wife. And actually, Caitlin got it on on the goods too. Like, yeah, got, she got and she was like, "Wow, this is um, the other part of all this." And we'll talk about what we got. And I'm I'm gonna do a, my unboxing. Even though I'm so excited about this unboxing. The best I, is I, I wish I would have been recording when you were showing the municipal shoe bag that you have for those listening yeah. that he's holding up, and the municipal is upside down. So that yeah, we were so, just saying that these ad reads for us are are quite. Quite clumsy, but I feel like that just goes along with us, you know? Yeah, I'm getting some feedback from my household that, like, I'm not putting <laughs> all 100% professionalism yeah. into the municipal reads. But that is us, right? We yes. are authentic, and I I hope and believe that municipal is in for all of our silliness because there is a genuine bond with us. Now, this is my new shirt. I'm wearing a nice, what what green would you say this is? It's, it's a nice. It's, I would say what, it's like a neon green. Neon light I need, green. I need a little bit more of a tan. I think um, this but, I've got on is also municipal. It is a um, something new that I didn't get. I was gonna wear. I got a bunch of those crop hoodies that say municipal on them. By the way, I've been living in all my stuff. Each day I have a new sweatshirt. This is the crew light. This is new. It's the women's crew light. It's phenomenal. It says municipal down the back. Um, and also, I specifically requested. I think I've said it a million times on the show. They have this like t-shirt blend that is like the comfiest shirt that i own and i was like i will take i have it in this color i will literally take it in any color you have i am with their pants well and now the shoes so without further ado i have never had a real shoe bag so when i got the shoes and they come in the bag right i'm not so so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna open it (laughs) i don't know how that sounds it sounds great right here hello asmr Little ASMR. I didn't know what it was. I was gonna like. I didn't know the uh, initials. Check these out. These are lovely. I have put put these on. And why I like this? Because you know me. I'm more of like a typical like running shoe yeah. person. Like that's what I wear. 
Yes. This is like a level up for me, right? Like this is like, mm-hmm. wow, that guy. This does actually, no offense to you, this does level you up in the sense of like, it's a less less daddish shoe, you I, know? I, I was going to say it, so I'm glad you did. Okay, Not yeah, I'm glad we're, we're safe here. But yes, use No Puns 20 on your first order to get a discount. It's Christmas, if you, you could probably rush some stuff to get to yeah. you. This is probably the time that you need to do it. Yes. Um, it's fantastic. We love it. Um, definitely going to rep it in the airport because um, also multiple times I've had people say something to me about it. So, um, yes, yeah, shopmunicipal.com, guys. And every time I watch you, UFC, there's Marky Mark, there's Mark Wahlberg positioned in this municipal gear, right, right like in the, the line of sight. It's like him and Donald Trump and Kid Rock. Like they're, he used to, municipal does well, well represented group. on the UFC. But okay, we should we should talk some football. Um, I got a national signing day rant that I'm going to save for the end. I've been I've been passively following along, not passively. I'm like checking in. Okay, if you listen to this podcast as a whole, as a disclaimer, if you haven't, like we this is not a recruiting podcast. We are interested in recruiting. We cover the sport. I respect and appreciate the process, and there are certain players that I'm really I'm interested in the themes of recruiting more than I am. The recruits mm-hmm. themselves. Um, but we're not, you and I are not recruiting junkies by any means. We we follow, we analyze, we can react. And But let's be real. We're not going to fake it here and tell you why the four-star safety from Idaho is going to change your program. Because <laughs> to be but, fair, it's not. But you, when we were coming on, I was I was telling you like that I'm kind of like looking in and we'll talk Nebraska a little bit, uh, which has been awesome. Neighbor Jason is fucking juice to the gills right now which he should be um but it's been kind of a more classic signing day feel to it you've mm-hmm. been more connected to it than i yeah there's been a decent amount of flips a decent amount of guys saying hey i'm gonna wait till february i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the transfer portal is so robust i think there's like 1600 names in the the transfer portal at this point so and it, the window is technically still open so it's there's just it's a lot um, I think one of the things that I'm sad about is that I the narrative around like, oh, the transfer portal is ruining signing day and all this. Well, we used to not have early signing day. So really, I don't know why we're still doing it. It should be in February. We shouldn't have it. This should be portal season right now. And then signing day be in February. So kids can make decisions like hey, you want to get them on campus and all those things early. But you know what? Overall, the sport has changed for the better of the player. I know people are really annoyed that they changed the um, transfer rule. They ruled now that you can transfer twice without sitting out. Um, There's a lot of things that people are not thrilled about. And it just, it makes me sad because there are kids that today it's a really big deal for them. So I'm hoping that it doesn't take away from that because a lot of people's conversation, they want it to be around the fact that college football is so different than it used to be and things like that. Even though today was a pretty exciting day for some people, but it brought me back to the point of college football needs a commissioner. We need to be able to figure this out. We cannot leave it to the NCAA to figure this out. Um, we we need somebody who's in charge. And and I know people are going to be like, didn't we have a group of people in charge and they just messed up our college football playoff? No. We need someone who's different like people. guiding this. Yeah, different people. Different people. Also, ele- also true, but different, yes, different yes, arguments. Different yeah, people, yeah. different idea. And so I think, yeah, we need a commissioner so bad more than ever for college football specifically. And 
it, it, it's just never been more apparent than today when the narrative is around that. Um, I saw Chip Kelly talk the other day about having football be separate from other sports and that they need to be, it needs to be one giant conference, which I didn't hate. I mean, he had great points. Oh, so I think great. there's a lot of, it's, we know talking season is usually in July. I feel like this December has been a lot of talking about what needs to change in college football. And, and it's mostly about things that have changed that we just need to fix. And I think that's fair, but today's a big day for a lot of kids. Yeah. I'm happy for the kids. I, I, I am. I'm happy for the kids. And like the, this is where the profession is exhausting. Right. Yes. Ryan day, Ryan day who we have been, I've been hard on, you know, getting news that he's landed one of the, the, the best wide receivers in the country. And I don't know if it was premeditated or not, but you could see genuine relief on his face at his press conference. That was pretty cool. Like that's, that's neat, right? Uh, like, that's yeah. Cause cool we're going to talk about an Ohio state team that lost a quarterback to Syracuse. No, um, <laughs> what's but, going but, on? Well, but, but here's the thing. Like we don't have a bowl. We're recording this on signing day on Wednesday. We don't have a bowl game tonight. This is the perfect night for a bowl game. And we don't have a bowl game because of early signing. Did and, you work on Monday? Uh, I did. So you didn't was, get to see the famous toast. Oh, no, I, 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 I had it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I was. Those who I are was, listening that work for Golden Tee, Adam was actually not watching that game. Those who I, do no, not, no, no, Adam no, was. No, no. I, I was working, looking at spreadsheets. I, uh, yep. But but I think um, move it to February, to your point. Get it back to keep February. Keep it back like, February. We, Just we, keep we, that it. But also, we had it down. Like, the kids that wanted to enroll early would enroll early. And by the, by the time we had an early signing period, you'd have, you know, 8 to 12 kids at Alabama in yep. January. Like nothing has to change. The kids that want to commit can commit, but like how, you know, okay, you you take some of the top recruits, the quarterbacks, like the mm-hmm. Arch Manning is not even a great example, right? Bill and Iola, like you take him, like it doesn't matter. He can commit whenever. The transfer portal is really not going to impact his decision, depending on where he goes. Yeah, um, he he is the most coveted guy, and he's making money. But like, why would you commit? Other than the pressure of, oh, we're going to fill your spot, like real recruiting, right? How this normally yeah. goes beyond the elite kids. It's, uh, I miss the spectacle. I miss the spectacle. We used to film these at, at the Bleacher Report Studios. Then and- again, it wasn't much of a recruit person there. They'd bring me there to talk about, like, what does it mean, big picture? We had a blast because it was, it was an event on the CFP calendar. Yeah. It is not, it's fucking four or five days before Christmas. Yeah. It's bowl season, it's transfer portal season. It's a footnote in the sports yeah. calendar. It's really um, weird. By the way, this time next year, we're going to be playing playoff games. Yes. So, like, that's another you, you thing have you have to, to consider. It. Yeah, you have to. In, before next year, I think this probably will be the last of early signing period. I think the other thing is, why aren't we looking at the NFL? Like, the NFL has a draft, obviously, which you could say is what recruiting is from high school level. And they have a free agency period. Like, that is that is what you need to model this after. Like, if if it's going to be sustainable and you're going to make it like free agency, follow how free agency goes in the NFL at the next level. I can't imagine having to manage a roster right now in college football. I, yep. I really, I really can't. I yeah. I know we're we're like between the portal and everything else. And I'll say this too. I can tell you that my 
I don't want to say lack of interest in signing day because I've always just kind of, you know, looked from, you know, beyond the fence. Like, oh, that's neat. But, like, the fact that so many of these kids are going to transfer has also changed signing day. Like, yes. let's be real. Like, how many of these quarterbacks are going to be at their school two years from now? Yeah. Like, well, like, and right? 20% of, like, rosters are this season were made up of transfers. Wild. It's going to get higher, too. Yeah, like, oh, totally. And, I mean, we saw that how that Florida State, for example, how you make the most of it and how you manage your roster properly. There's plenty of schools that have gotten into the transfer portal. I think one in particular, Lane Kiffin, is yeah. in Ole Miss. They've gotten in the, the transfer portal, and he dubbed himself the Portal King and things like that. He tweeted, adapt or die today, which was very funny, um, from one of the greatest sports movies of all time, Moneyball. Um, but you... Those are places where they're able to do it, but have they been able to manage it the way that they wanted to? Now, do I think this next year that Ole Miss is going to be in a situation where that's going to happen? Certainly. But there are a lot of schools that can get in the transfer portal, but it's being able to manage that the portal, being able to look at how many years of eligibility these transfers have. All of these things are factors. So it's just, it's so interesting to me. But I also do want to say one of the other things that really bothers me is the negativity around kids that are in the transfer. Like I heard a show earlier, them talking about, oh, well, why is that guy leaving the school? Well, you find that stuff out. They're not just going in there and picking names. Like college football recruiting still has entire staffs dedicated to do this. They are aware of these guys. They know these things. They have contacts to be able to find this stuff out. That's their job. Okay. The idea that a student has to stay at a school for a certain amount of time or if they don't play that they shouldn't be in the transfer portal because like it shows that they can't sit behind somebody or whatever it's just not fair because it's so different for each individual player um so that narrative is like very very frustrating as well i will say it's a very lazy way of looking at the transfer portal and how it can support one rosters being shifted quickly especially with coaching carousel moving that quickly you can up you can change a roster in a year of being at a program a lot easier with the transfer portal than you could not. So it's also benefiting coaches as well. So it just, it bothers me that it's like, oh, player's character is now, if you go in the transfer portal, like, you know, it's because you want the money if you're a quarterback or because you were, you know, not, did not have enough character to sit it out where you were. It's a very similar discussion to when a, when a junior or an underclassman declares for the draft mm-hmm. and we disagree with the decision. We have no idea. Because you could argue from a football standpoint, we see a lot of bad decisions made every yep. year. Um, I've talked to people about this. Oh, man, guy should have come back. Why didn't he come back? Well, you have no idea what that kid is doing or yeah. going through or like, I just, he hates it. I hate it here. Like, I don't like, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a go. And if it doesn't work out, I'll find something to do. So I think, yes, the internet, this is what the internet does. And, and by the way, one other note that you mentioned Lane Kiffin. I think it's really interesting. We're going to see more of this. So obviously the portal and NIL are making things very interesting. Mm -hmm. The ability to to basically buy your roster more or less. I think you're going to see teams. I think it was Bud Elliott. He mentioned this on Twitter. You have like Ole Miss who's scheduled next year. It's like, it's hard because it's the SEC. You're adding Oklahoma. Yeah. Still play Georgia, but it's pretty favorable compared to some others. And one of the things I'm curious with, if you could have teams with the expanded playoff, and this was the point I think Bud made, that like say, hey, we got $3 million, $4 million to work with. 
let's this is our year like look at who we're playing like let's let's load up and make a push for the playoff like that is the new reality of college football i think the NFL. With, with the with the rules and with yeah. the expanded playoff you're gonna have teams like an Ole miss or a penn state or a missouri who's done some really good things it says like hey shit you're missouri you're right there you were there this year yeah like fuck it let's run it back and let's invest in this thing let's look you know in like the business term right like you're you have a successful business let's pour gasoline on the fire try and grow this like but you're gonna do it in like one year cycles if you want to transform your roster oh and you've yeah got a good roster already you can do that it's like teams that are in a win now situation where you're like hey i'm gonna go get that guy and yes. like that's the thing it's like it's it's okay for it to develop into something that looks a lot more similar to what we're used to at the pro level that is okay yes. and i think um as even like that we've talked about this even the media landscape on this stuff has changed so much so it it is very interesting to see how much changed some like nuggets from national signing day that i will say a guy that used to be at Ole miss hugh freeze yes recruiting very well able to flip some guys that were committed to other sec schools which is a big deal okay that is a huge deal to be able to do that um nebraska obviously coming out big um florida had some guys leave but a lot of guys top guys that are still committed to billy napier specifically so yeah. that's huge i think for him in general um the usuals of alabama texas and all of that and then last but certainly not least florida state okay i know that florida state fans are not looking for moral victories here but thank goodness they were left out of the playoff at the last year of it being four teams because it certainly didn't affect their ability to recruit um during this signing window and so they should be happy with their signing class as well yeah i saw they lost a couple of pieces down the stretch but like in general you're absolutely right and and yeah but you bring up a good point right how has nil changed recruiting georgia alabama ohio state right it's like same as it ever was now where where i do think it starts to impact potentially is number four oregon you mentioned uh, number five, Texas, which is probably NIL driven, but also Texas being Texas. Number six, Florida State. Number seven, Miami. Miami's been in, a, you know, positioning from it. Number eight, Auburn. You mentioned it. That's a big deal for Auburn. Fans, it is right. huge. Two, two, two five-star recruits. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma, nine. Notre Dame, 10. LSU. You know, Clemson, Tennessee, Penn State, Michigan, which I, I wonder how much Harbaugh, you know, Harbaugh's. Yeah, yeah, yeah how much that's uh, going to impact that. But ultimately, outside of Michigan being, I think, a little lower than we're used to, this is sort of the same as it ever was. Yeah. And and uh, Kirby doing the thing, by the way. More, yeah. more of that. Kirby's still doing the thing. I will say also, even the four playoff teams that there are this year have had like top 10 recruiting classes consistently in the years leading into their playoff appearances. That's kind of been the theme with the, yep, the playoff as a whole. It. And that includes Washington. So, like, there's – and now you move Washington and Oregon to, you know, the Big Ten, even USC and UCLA. Like, you're you're able to use that to your recruiting ability. I mean, not to say that it wasn't – you know, they weren't doing well before, but recruiting <laughs> to the Pac-12 was a little bit harder. Um, the Big 12, definitely going to be an interesting one to watch, I feel like, in terms of, like, it's – there, there's a lot of recruits to be had, despite the fact that everyone thinks that there's not, you know, not enough scholarships. There's plenty of space for these kids, by the way. Um, it is going to be interesting to see who starts to come out on top of the Big Twelve in terms of recruiting with Oklahoma and Texas leaving. I know Texas Tech had a big day. Um, 
there's some Pac-12 schools. You got Coach Prime that's going to be in the Pac or the Big 12. So it, it's the the shifts are happening, and I'm it's for me. I'm excited about it. I don't know why I'm so negative today. I, I got I have a question about Coach Prime. I'm trying what to. What is find... your question about Coach Prime? Well, all right. Mm-hmm. So I am on 24/7 Sports team rankings. Mm-hmm. Colorado, I can't. It doesn't. I can't see it going beyond 50. Right. Mm-hmm. So Colorado is in the Big 12. Is ranked dead last. Dead last. Behind Houston, behind Baylor, behind Utah, behind Kansas State. They have six commits total, right? Mm-hmm. So that's partly why they're dead last. Because when you look, they've got five-star, three four-stars, and then two three-stars. So, so in yeah. terms of average, that's actually really good. When you look at compared to others, that average is basically, I mean, that's incredible, but you have six commits. So, Okay. What is the what is the plan? I know we've had this conversation in different forms. Yeah. I, well, we know what the plan is, which is yes. basically the portal. Yes, because I was going to me- say we just talked about win now. That Colorado's a win now with Coach Prime because Coach Prime is not going to be there in five years. But you know what it reminds me of though? You've got you buy a nice house, and your foundation and your your pipes are completely fucked up. Uh, the the interior of your house, you've got major issues. You've got plumbing issues. You've got electric issues. But instead of doing that, you put on new siding, you put on a new roof, you, you know, you, you do yeah. it like you expand it, right? You put in a hot tub and, but like to me still, and I get it, the portal, you can get younger with the portal. This does not promote long-term program health. This is like no. robbing Peter to pay Paul. Like this is, this is a, I don't think it's good. Honestly, I don't think it's good. I'm curious. I love, I love people trying new shit. But I don't think this is going to work out very well. I will say in the short term, I think uh, Dion can figure it out, like, and make it work. Um, but to your point, for the Colorado program, and as soon as Coach Prime is no longer there, that shifts, that goes away. And you're not setting it up to be sustainable or have people that are committed because of, you know, the university. The portal is definitely about money. Like, we've we've talked about it. And high school recruits, it's a little different. They, they, yes, they're getting money. Don't you worry. But for guys that are not in the top 300 that are committing to these schools, they're committing to these universities and these schools for a reason. And they want to go play college ball. So I think that's the part that may be lost in terms of building a culture a little bit is not doing that through the high school system. I, um, I'm fascinated. I, I, I'm trying to find where they're ranked overall. But they are outside the top 50. And that's crazy. Like to me, like it's just it. And I know why I get they are right now. Number 98 in the country. So let me tell you, recruiting wise, I figured out how to do this. Good job. I'm proud of you. Oh, wait, there's a load more. I'll be damned. So number 98, Colorado currently is right behind Eastern Michigan, Texas State, Northern Illinois, Northwestern, Kent State, Boston College, Marshall. And they are just in front of South Alabama and Central Michigan. <laughs> Again, I know there's more to the story here. I, I acknowledge it and even appreciate it. It still feels like it's not it's not a good it's not a sound strategy to just basically ignore this portion of this practice. Yeah. Kirby ain't doing this shit. 
Yeah. Nick ain't doing this shit, right? Yeah. Like, so uh, six, six commits. Six. I mean, you know. By the way, they still have to February to figure this out, too. So we'll see. They do, and a lot of it is roster management. But but Georgia has 28, right? Alabama has 25. But, see, I guess, like, my thought process behind this is, like, I don't view them as competing for a national championship. I view them as competing for their conference championship. And it, like it's not it's not gonna be that quick to turn around to be able to compete for a national championship unless your name's Mike Garbell and you are recruiting at Florida State. I also would like to say if you want to see the impact of NIL, right? And this is where I think it's good. I'm looking at twenty four seven sports top commits. Jeremiah Smith, the wide receiver, who I've seen videos of and is an insane talent. Going to Ohio State. Dylan Raiola going to Nebraska, number two, <laughs> right? DJ Lagway, that was a good, good Florida development today, sticking with number yeah. four. You got Missouri getting a top five kid. You got Florida getting another one. You got Miami and Auburn here. You got Tennessee in here. You've got Colorado, who we just shit on, getting the best offensive tackle um, in football. I don't know if that's official or not, but I know right now that's where he's committed. So the one thing that's cool, Texas Tech has a top 18 kid. A&M with a coaching change still in South mm-hmm. Carolina. So the one thing NIL has done, and let's let's be real here, it's because of money, right? Let's It's because of money. It's it's kind of widened the horizons for a lot of these, these programs. So mm-hmm. a, a program like Nebraska can go out, and granted, you have a legacy kid, right? There's connections to Nebraska anyways. Obviously, yeah. But like Nebraska just got like the number two player. There's all over the place so, that's fucking cool like, i that do want to say cool. you and I, I so i watched uh, an interview with matt rule today and they were like coach tell us how that all happened like in georgia you know how, how does it all happen you know and uh all this stuff and uh he's like yeah actually i didn't really have to do much i just got a phone call from him and he said his heart was here so you know we figured it mm-hmm. out and i was like all right. That first of all, there's no like I'm sure that that was uh-huh. the last phone call that was made, and he was like, "Hey, coach, you guys have space. This is what I'd like to do. Can I come play for you?" And of course, he's gonna say yes. But very funny on that front that that my was my heart like, is the, here. Yeah, my heart is here. So here, yeah. hold this hold this briefcase. Is your heart here? <laughs> do you feel your heart in this briefcase? Oh um, man, I have heart is which, is here. This thing is nice. It weighs which, a lot is a perfect transition into what used to be a level one violation from the NCAA and they're dishing them out to one Jim Harbaugh. So during the COVID-related times, there were some things that happened. Backup for Harbaugh. And Harbaugh is now back in the headlines, not only for that, but because the Chargers are apparently interested in him, which is all fun and games. We've heard extension talk. We've heard all of this. We're as our our um our Jim Harbaugh Homer expert here. Um, where how do you feel about the Jim Harbaugh situation? What do you so, think actually happens? So there's a, yeah, there's a lot to unpack because apparently. There's a contract extension oh sitting on his desk for eleven yep. million a year. That and I think we talked about this last week that he hasn't signed or who knows, right? But the stipulations are you're not going to take a job. Right. So I wrote I wrote months ago that I still think that that he was out. Now these violations, people are going to hear oh Harbaugh and violations. Like no no no, this isn't the 
whole sideline thing. Like the NCAA is backed up, right? Like we'll get yeah. to that. This isn't even sign stealing. And he has served a internal suspension for this already, right? Then like, like that was the initial thing is, that we talked about. That was the initial yes. thing. So I think we got to make sure people understand. So I, this is still a big deal. He wasn't truthful with the NCAA. A big deal to the NCAA when you look at how they've reacted. However, you feel about the NCAA being an enforcer in this, like that's how it goes. So, as Harbaugh evaluates his future, right? And oh, by the way, they're playing Alabama in one of the most anticipated semifinal games we've ever had. Um, I still think, you know, the Chargers, the Bears, I think make a ton of sense um, for him because um, mm-hmm. he has connection there, like he did. I still don't think he's going to be a Michigan. I don't I really think will either. I just I think I, that all this I, shit. Just it's too like, much. It's, time. it's just it's too much, especially with how college football is set up. Like it just it is. It's Doesn't too much. recruiting tell a story too? By the way, doesn't that recruiting? Yeah, ooh, absolutely. Because like, we've had this before with him, and they've delivered top five classes. Like they they so like it's interesting that and there's top fifteen that's still really good, but that to me is pretty telling. So. I think people think he's going to go to him. I don't. I, I don't know if I'd coach the Chargers. I mean, I get it. Justin Herbert, hopefully healthy. There's there, there's a decent foundation there. Um, I think this is still it. I thought I thought it was, and Michigan yeah. obviously. I don't know where the part that's so much so interesting to me. Where is Michigan? They 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 have an extension, a mini fifty five million dollar like commitment. Mm-hmm. But like you know that internally they got to be like this has got to be exhausting with them and this yeah. is still a long way to go with all this crap. So you're right. Like step it, one, him is leaving this. would be a big as much as that he's coached well enough for them to be in the playoff. I get it, multiple playoffs. It would be a sigh of relief for them to not have him around. Well, and their future coaches on the roster. Like that's the other thing they have. Like they're not. Yeah, they, I don't think they'd have to do a, a coaching search. You'd think more of the head coach, like easily now, like yeah, uh, which is awesome. Like, so you have a guy that's proven that is coached that actually people seem to really like, and like that changes it a little bit too. But yeah, I don't know. I, I still think the Harbaugh thing is very much TBD. And if he wins a national championship, then like, does that? How does that impact? The, to me, it's like goodbye. You know, knowing him, like he just walks off the stage, you never see it. Yeah, I anticipate him rolls. losing another semifinal and then riding Fair off enough. into the distance. So that is what we are going to do. But we should talk about some bowls. Yes, we should. All right. So where do we leave off? We where left we... off. We need to start with the hold on, hold on. I have it here. I have it here. The roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl oh, between man. the University of South Florida, who um, held. Alabama during their first half against them this year versus Syracuse on December twenty first. Syracuse doing some work in the portal. Yeah, I All mean, right, cool. That was very random. Um, also, we did not even talk about Dante Moore and Dylan Gabriel both going to Oregon. Sir, money is good. Money is good. money is good. So even if you sit, my, money my is heart good. is here. My heart. Okay. Is, my their, heart their, is hearts, here. their hearts are there. Yeah. And I, it, I, it is fascinating, right? Like, you know, I, I just would love to know the terms. But but, but actually, if you're more, mm-hmm. A, this was kind of a really disruptive year. You know, like you had UCLA saying he was going to decommit. He was going to leave early, even before he got there. 
And I actually think that if you're if you're a young quarterback with a lot of talent, which he is, look at the Heisman, look at how this all planned out, and I think you're like, okay, if I can sit one year, and maybe not sit, who knows? Yeah. But like, if I could learn and get ready, so when I can go pro, the year I can go pro, I am primed for a big season. That's fine. Like, I think quarterbacks slowing down a little bit. A, it's great for the sport, and B, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. But it is a surprising thing. We're not used to seeing that. Um, Dan fucking Lanning, my guy, my guy. Now we're on better yeah. terms than we were. Than we were. Yeah, um, I want to roll the tape back where you. It was not great. I don't yeah. burn the tape. All right. Yep. We have Syracuse and we have South Florida. Do you have a point spread? I'm going to guess is Syracuse favored? They are favored. By six and a half. It is only three points. Now, I got to be honest with you. I have not watched a lot of South Florida this year. Okay. I watched I them not... versus Alabama. I, I watched that. Um, they got their doors blown off against UTSA. By the way, covered that game even without Frank Harris. That was satisfying. Um, they barely beat UConn. Syracuse has got the mojo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is not this is not sound betting advice. I kind of lead Syracuse in the game. The total in here, by the way, so fifty-five and a half. That's a bigger total. Yeah. Than you would think between these two. Yeah, I would lean Syracuse as well. Um, look at us. I, um, go ahead. I'll, real, real quick. So. UTSA, I mentioned I, I won my bet on UTSA. Busy day yesterday. I'm running around. I put a bet in, and I go down, and I look, and it's, it's you know, UTSA minus 7, minus 7.5. They had been, what, 10.5, 11, 12, even higher. It is fucking hard to bet on the bowl season. It is if so hard. If your head is not on a swivel, like, even if it is, like, it's – you know, and I'm writing for for locks for Bleacher Report. I'm, I'm I was telling you before we started recording, like I've had to rewrite like four different games. I mm-hmm. liked Maryland, and then Talia, yeah, like, out, and then all of a sudden it's like the the line jumps, you yeah, know, five to ten, seven points. So it's it's really difficult. It is really difficult to opt out. My advice to anyone out there would be find local beat writers who cover these teams. I've said this before, even early in the season when you're trying to figure out quarterbacks and all that spring football, find the good beat reporters that cover these teams because they know best, but even they, I feel like, are left in the dark. So That is I, sound betting advice. It's, it's, it's um, just but I, I do want to shout out the Scooter's Coffee for Scoble because we did look up Scooter's Coffee and it did look very delicious and we are welcome to them. Welcome Scooters. them as, as um, Come on. podcast look. sponsors for sure. Um, I would like you to read the next Friday, December 22nd bowl for us if you could. Now, I'm leaning into my screen because the the text is very small, mm-hmm. I feel very old doing this. Do I look mm-hmm. old doing this? Yes. The human. Oh my god, I said human. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so bad? This is my the, favorite uh, game. You I'm nervous because I can barely see games? it. All right, go I ahead. got it. The Try Union Hope Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Good job. UCF versus Georgia <laughs> Tech. By the way, color-wise, yeah. that is a fascinating color match. Like, I know they're not the same colors, but this is the same. Stop trying to divert from co- you. Color. No, no, nothing, so is, nothing to see here. Look at this. <laughs> so Look at this very elaborate point about uniforms. Um, human. So, human. <laughs> the H- who, the, 
Because <laughs> it's Union Home. Oh, wow. Incompetence. It's a thing. I'm sorry. It's so good. No, but right, you so knew it. You just like. I it's knew. Like, that's the one. I knew. It's Put because you get mouth. so worried. No, it's because you get so worried about get saying Gasparilla Bowl. Gasparilla is hard to say. Yeah, it was. It was. You're, you're and so you were. True, you were looking ahead, and I, so I knew that that one was going to be hard. Fumbled. Fumbled on first down. That this is the best segment that we have every year is yeah, reading the names of bulls. So I just want to put that out there. Um, it, and it is not. This is not forced. Okay, I want to be clear <laughs> about something. You you trust my incompetence that much that you could just say, Adam, create content, and and I did. Here we are. I, I, here I am. Here we are. All right, Georgia Tech versus UCF. Um, I am. Ooh, actually, is UCF favored in this? They are. They're favored. Okay. The total. I'll start with the total. Is it a bajillion points? Sixty-seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. That's close to a bajillion. Um. It, it, it's it's one of the biggest totals that we we have here. Okay, let's go with. UCF, is it less than a touchdown? It is. Four and a half. It's five and a half. That's a pretty good right. guess. I um I don't have a great feel here. I mean that total seems way too high. Yeah, I, mean, I get I yeah. I would say maybe take UCF in in Tampa. In the under? Yeah, yeah. UCF I, I'm, in the I'm, under. Yeah. I, I can't bet Georgia Tech. Yeah, it's just not worth it. All right, so we move to Saturday. Yes. 23rd, which is a delightful day of football. It is a is, de- especially with the late night slate. We love that. No, it is. I'm I'm excited because I think I can I think I could do some work here while I'm the beer and wine front wrapping presents. Same. Same watching I, football. I will not be working this this Saturday of college football, so get excited that I the tweets will be tweeting. The 76 Birmingham Bowl, which I need more bowls that are they, it's very easy. Okay. Um, we've got Troy and we've got Duke. Again. You skipped the ball. This is the first one I got. Oh, the next one's the same time, 11 a.m. Are you talking about the the Camilla Bowl? And we'll get to the Camilla Bowl. See how much conviction I said it with? So the 70, um, excuse me, I'll go back. The 76 Birmingham Bowl. The Camilla Troy Bowl? Troy versus Duke. I actually kind of like Duke. Um, Troy is a team I like a lot. Yeah. And I, I know we're worried about the opt-outs for Duke, especially yeah, at quarterback. Completely. But Duke and, and they lost What's the coach. spread again? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was making fun of you for saying Camilla Bowl. Oh, oh I didn't Camellia say what Bowl. the spread was. I, 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 uh, I, don't, I didn't actually say what the spread is because I want – you can go ahead take it. It's an interesting spread, by the way. I'll say that. Is Troy favored? Yes. By – I'll go back to four and a half. Seven and a half. Shoosh. Yeah, the opt-outs and the transfers from Duke, I would I would gather that that's I, – I, honestly, I would bet Troy. I know you said you couldn't – I like you Duke. You didn't think that, but okay. Well, I think it's a Duke Duke's MO to just kind of ugly up a game. Like, I, think, I think Duke knows how to, like, just play a really – Coach-wise, total... too, though, like, I, I don't know. I don't think so. 44 and a half. I like the Troy team, but I'm inclined to take the points. Um, All right. And now, um, the, the what did I did you say I said it wrong? Yes. How do you say it? It's not the Camilla Bowl. It is the Camellia Bowl. I thought that's what I said. You said the Camilla Bowl. The Camellia Bowl. What is Camellia? 
Do we know? Isn't a camellia a type of flower? Or am I just like making the, that up? No, it sounds right. It's probably a casino. It's camellia probably... is a type of flower. Nice wow. Job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we've got Arkansas State and Northern Illinois. Both are six and six. It's an 11 a.m. bowl game. This has I potential mean, to be weird. It, 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 this is as In Montgomery, gen. Alabama, by the way. Yeah, you've got two Alabama Bulls starting at the same time on two days before Christmas. I fucking love bowl season. I do. Do you um, have a... Is Arkansas... I, uh, yes, they are. Arkansas State is favored? Yes. By a bunch? 50. By... No, not a bunch. Three? Exactly three. Well done. I would take Arkansas State. I would take Arkansas State, too. I actually, this is my sound betting advice for this podcast before we get through the rest of the games, um, is that actually when people are betting on this, people probably know more information than you do if you're just looking at bulls to bet. Um, I would trust Vegas more during this time of year than any other time of year, if that well, makes they sense. Gotta, yeah, they got to keep their head on a swivel, too. Like exactly. they're trying to not get burnt. Exactly. Now, the Lockhead Heed. Martin... Oh, it's heed. Oh, of a bitch. See, I'm looking, and it looks like an A. The Lockheed Martin. Why did I ever. say? Why did I say lock? I said it. I said it weird to be. All right, let's start a do-over. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl between Air Force and James Madison University. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. It's a good game. I don't know what the that hell is- happened to Air Force, by the way. Still yeah. can't. That I mean, is pretty well. This is a really good game of like you guys both should have ended up. One of you should have ended up in a New Year's Six Bowl now, and didn't. Now the other the other part of this that's important, which is very cool, Jordan McLeod, the James Madison quarterback who was a conference player of the year, really good. I believe is playing in this game even though he's transferred. He's oh, staying with his team nice. to transfer. But if you look at what James Madison has lost in terms of coaches, obviously, because they lost their coach and they lost I mean, they lost a lot. I mean, I, I kind of like Air Force here. Even though Air Force has like really been a strange team, I think this has been a very disruptive, you know, trying to handicap motivations more. But I think that this is I think this is a pretty good spot for right. Air Force. All right. I'm gonna read this one. You yes, I know you are. I got this one. Best mascot in sports. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Georgia State, and Utah State. Total is 59 and a half. That is an aggressive total. There's a lot of points in these bowls. Um, Georgia State favored? No, but it is wow. close. It's close-ish. It's only two and a half then? It, it is two and a half. See, we got good, like you can decipher my... The, yeah. the cues. We've done yeah. this enough. I don't. Have... I don't know in this fucking game. By the way, I, yeah, I'm I think just gonna I... watch it to enjoy the famous Idaho Potato Bowl because that's what it is. Still, still one of my favorite favorite bowl season memories is watching somebody hold an umbrella over that giant, disgusting, and horrifying potato. Mask. Yeah, that was when actually it was ridiculous. It's like what a shitty job that is. Um. All right, the '68 Ventures Bowl. There you go. Thanks for the layup there. Got you. Scout. Oh boy, we got some. We got some tough ones coming up. South Alabama and Eastern Michigan. Now, I'm going to warn you. 
This is a massive point spread. I haven't, I can't verify this, but I think that this is most likely the biggest spread of the bull season. Wow. Really? For South Alabama, obviously. Yes. Yes. South Alabama is favored. It is. I also want to know this is, this is in Mobile, Alabama. Isn't it? I think this is their home field. Yeah, so at. we have we have three Alabama bowl games on Saturday. Um, Why not? By the way, I have been to this Mobile, Alabama. Um, I've been to the Southern Alabama campus, actually. Just heads up. I have merch. In fact. Merch is, merch um, is always key. Okay. Largest spread. Is it in the 20s? It is not. You're getting okay. closer to the 20s. So I would say like 18 or 17 and a half because- 17. You were close. That was good. Yeah, because I, I think we talked about one last week that was like 16 maybe, 14. Yeah, and Flor- Florida State, George is a big one too. Okay. Um, But this is For 17. Georgia? Yeah. Oh, duh, because they- Yeah, yeah, never mind. I was so stupid. Never mind. Um, At least you're not reading Even more. with their opt-outs, it kind of makes sense. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I think South Alabama's gonna. I would. I, I think would South Alabama's actually a, a good team. Yeah. Like, so they, they, I think no, that's I safe. think they're. Um. Okay. Now, uh, late night games. You know, so we could play three bowl games in Alabama. We could also play one in Vegas. The Love it. SRS distribution, Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, I almost crumbled on distribution. <laughs> I did. That's flipping. Uh, uh, you've got Utah and Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Now, so is Utah well, favored in this? They are. I actually don't even need to look at the spread or know what the spread is for me to say that I'm going to take Northwestern. Okay. Um, why do you say that? Because I have a similar stance, but the opposite. Mm-hmm. Northwestern okay. has cost me so much money this year. This year, that and I'm out. going down betting against them again. I, I okay. just am like, I want them to play a real team and beat a real team. Spread is seven, six and a half. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, Thank you. The final game of the twenty third is the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, and I just want to say it is a goddamn travesty. If this game is not on Christmas Eve, I know you don't want to compete with the NFL. College football is a bunch of fucking babies. Put it on Christmas Eve. Put it on Christmas Eve. I don't care where it is on the calendar. It's very mm-hmm. annoying. It okay. is, however, a 9.30 uh, p.m. Central start time, which I do appreciate. Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State. Okay. Big number. Big number. Not as big as the one we talked about, but this is a, a good size spread? number. Yes. Um, San Jose State is a team that got a ton of odds maker support late in the year. They were actually, unlike Northwestern. Yeah, because Coastal's playing without their starting quarterback. Yes. And San Jose State won their last six games. They beat UNLV. Uh, They beat Fresno State. They beat the hell out of Fresno State. They beat Utah State. Is it 11? It is 10. Okay. Um, I, I like San Jose State here, by the way. So... My boyfriend graduated from San Jose State, so I feel like if I choose anything other than San Jose State, I would be in kind of big trouble. But I also agree that they, I would take them. They're anyway. good. 
They're good. They're they're a yeah. seven and five team, but when you look at their season, it's one of the strangest seasons we had. They will they lost five of their first six games. They were one and five. And then they won it. They played pretty well against USC the, in the start of that game. Well, that's true, right? Because they played they played talk about a start. They played at USC, they played Oregon State, they played Cal Poly, they played at Toledo. Yeah. And they played Air Force. I mean, you can't name a more brutal start to the season. Yeah. Like, that is brutal. Toledo was good. You played at Toledo, and they, they lost 21-17. So, um, you know, lost to Boise State. At Boise State, nobody wins at Boise State. So, it's a, yeah. this is a good team. All right. So, we've got, Saturday. We've got the Tuesday, the 26th, and then we'll stop after this day because we'll – actually, no, we have to go through Wednesday, the 27th, because we'll probably record on Wednesday. Oh Jesus! All right, we'll we'll do these a little bit more rapid fire. Yes, sorry, um, I won't make I won't make Kramer uh, read them. No, I'm gonna do that. That's part of it. The Quick Lane Bowl. Um, again, why do I say it's so awkward? Quick Lane, Quick Lane, the Quick Lane Bowl, Quick Lane Bowl, Quick Lane Bowl. Minnesota versus Bowling Green. The total in this game is a very cozy Iowa like 39 and a half. I don't know what to do with this game. It's in Detroit. Um. I kind of like Bowling Green. I kind of like Bowling spread? Green. Three and a half. Yeah, we can do the. We we can kind of rip through these. I kind of like Bowling Green. Minnesota five and seven in a bowl game. Also hilarious. Yikes! Yeah, that actually kind of makes me want to take Bowling Green. We have um, the Serve Pro First, first Responder responders bowl. bowl. All right, good job. Thanks, John. Uh, Rice and Texas State. Texas State minus five and a half. By the way, Luke McCaffrey who I believe was the quarterback, Luke McCaffrey, right? Yep. Uh, now a wide receiver at Rice. Had a good year. Athletic, is this true? Athletic genes. I, is this, am I just making this up? Is this another Luke McCaffrey? Whatever. It's, no, it's it's, I, it's definitely the, the Luke McCaffrey related to younger brother of Dylan and Christian, I want to say. Yes. I'm pretty sure um, Dylan, Dylan went to Duke. Yep, on. it's the same one. I think I interviewed him. Probably. For a Scott Frost story. Man. Luke McCaffrey, the old Wikipedia. Yep. But he's a good wide receiver now. Uh, where he played for his father. Yep, yep. He played wide receiver deep end through his first two years of high school. <laughs> oh, no, it was Dylan McCaffrey. Yeah, Dylan McCaffrey was at yeah. Duke. He did play some quarterback. He did play some quarterback. Yeah. Um... I think okay. Dylan was a wide receiver as well. No, and he, I, yeah, he played quarterback beforehand, so I wasn't necessarily wrong. All right. And then we um, got brother of snubbed Heisman winner, Christian McCaffrey. Jesus. And um, NFL MVP, Christian McCaffrey. Sorry, no, I'll so stop. Good. He is so I'll good. Uh, the guaranteed rate bowl, Kansas versus UNLV. Yeah. I like this game, but the point spread is massive, 12 and a half points. Uh, Kansas is favored by 12 and a half. UNLV is an interesting team, nine and four. <laughs> Kind of limped down the stretch a little bit. Lost their last two games: San Jose State, Boise State. Um, hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't with know that the game. Kansas twelve is a, kind of a lot for a I, bowl I, you game. You know what we're doing? We're doing the over. That's what we're doing. We're going to do the over. Okay. Um, we're going to do the over. It's sixty-four and a half. We're going over. All right. Wednesday the twenty-seventh. This is where shit starts to get real. Yep. In fact, I got to talk to neighbor Jason because one night we're going to go out. We're going to watch football games. This is in the contention for one of the nights we're going to go out potentially to watch. 
Although, I don't know, man. Arizona, Oklahoma the next night looks pretty good. Okay, but either way, mm-hmm. it's a good day of games. We've got four bowl games. Virginia Tech at Tulane. I just wrote about this game. It's the Military Bowl presented by GoBowling.com. Very professional. Virginia Tech, 10.5 point favorite. Tulane is down six starters. They're down their coach. They're down their quarterback. I think Vatek, it's one of my favorite plays of the, uh, the whole bowl season. I think Vatek's going to beat the shit out of mm-hmm. That's I agree with you. We have the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Duke's Mayo very, Bowl. Love this bowl. Very we did near have to do and a Mayo bath. Yeah, very near and dear. Done a Mayo um, bath before. Yes. We, um, I'll give a text my, my wife because my kids are supposedly not leaving there. That we have potential for kids to walk down during the, the podcast. I love this. So North Carolina versus West Sorry. Virginia in this game. You're fine. You're texting. Yes, it's uh um, West Virginia minus uh, six and a half. Drake May out. Of yeah, course. I, I actually kind of like that. West Virginia. Yeah, I kind of like the over here too. Fifty four and a half. Mm. Um, how about the Direct TV Holiday Holiday Bowl? All right, I can tell you right now, I want to pick this game in locks. I don't know what to do. USC, Louisville. Louisville is minus seven and a half. By the way, we didn't really talk about this. USC is losing like everybody. Everybody is portaling defensive players that they had. Yeah. Not great vibes right now from from Mr. Lincoln Riley. Um, You doing anything here? I I don't know if I want anything to do with this. I'd take Louisville. I don't think USC is in a good spot. And we saw how their bowl game went last year, even when they did have players. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do there. Stay tuned. Last but not least, maybe it is least, the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. A&M, two-point favorite. The over-under is 53 and a half. Now, Gordon is in the portal, correct, for Oklahoma State. AM is boy, there's a lot of a lot of pieces in the portal. Evan Stewart, I saw is in the portal. Well, I really like. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of Yeah, I think you say quarterback and people are like, oh no, but I kind of still like Oklahoma State in this game. I kind of do too. Um I kind of do too. I, I don't feel great about it. This is like the this bowl kind of epitomizes just how much crazy movement, all the fucked up shit that we have in Yeah. So right? so there you have it. There is our are very Part sloppy, two. poorly read uh, by me, not you. Um, bowl season preview. Um, uh, I enjoy that very much. I, mean, I enjoy it too, and I can't wait for the club of you reading bowl names. That's really going to be top notch. We'll be back next week after Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Um, can't wait for kid Christmas stories from the Kramer household. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got to get a lot like of stuff will be, to do. I think we also will need to recap some like food things that you made and drink things that you made because I feel like you're big on that. Um, I am. So we will certainly have some more holiday cheer and not be so football centric. And that was no, a huge it was a football I, heavy pod for us. It was. I think next week is normally the week where the pod is completely off the rails. And yep. um, I think it may be a holiday wine week. chaos. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You know maybe. what? I can commit to that. Well, yeah, I can. I can it's commit like to that. Rivalry week, but, but like week? Wine, wine week. Yeah, it's yes. wine week. Actually, we can do a wine pod because I will be <laughs> I will be off work, 
And also I'm leaving to go on like an overnight trip that's like kind of close by. And guess what? I won't be the one driving. So Yes. That's perfect. Um, Sold. Yes. We will we will commit to that. No, it should be fun. It's gonna be a fun week. I hope everybody um has good good fun with fam, gets what they want. Win buy, bets. You know what? Here's the other thing. Win bets. Buy yourself something nice this year. I did this. I actually bought a new TV. TV. Oh, you've I been did. dying. I cannot I believe this hasn't made the I, I pod did. yet. I, I know. I, I know. Been... It's like. And I, the I, best was that you called me the other day and you're like, this is our random shit. You called me the other day and you're like, yeah, I just finished this and I just need to know like what I need to do for this because uh, my dad's coming over. We're putting on my new TV. Yep. I'm like, it, all right, well, like like Chop Chop Page, give me my deadline and tell me exactly <laughs> what this needs to be done so that I can get my new TV up. And I was like, all right. Yeah. It, it was the text of like, I am ready to <laughs> like start goofing off. Um, What else do I need to do? And exactly. then it was like, you were like, hey, we actually don't have to do this. It was like, oh my God. So yes, this behind me, ever. again, middle TV, TV is it's magnificent. It is magnificent. Um, but, again, treat so treat yourself. This would be my one message to everybody, including treat yourself. Treat yourself. But you you also, and I mean this in the best way. Like you want to take good care of yourself in a good in a good way. Like you you have good vibes. And you say you know what? If I want to do something or I want to do this, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. And I have actually been terrible at this historically. So I am not like, terrible at it. So no, it's good, but I think people are. So if you've been like <laughs> waiting to do like do something fucking awesome for yourself, like you deserve it, buddy. Whatever it is, like make sure it's not something dangerous or like you know you don't go into like massive credit card debt either. Okay, all within all within reason. It's terrible. Advice. Responsible betting, responsible purchasing. <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, like like that's it. I'm buying blood. this Ferrari. Uh, no, something you cannot go buy a Ferrari nice. like Nick Saban. Yeah, Jesus. With so, your dip cups. With your dip cup. So, yes, with that, I hope everybody does have a wonderful holiday. Uh, we will be back next week to talk more bulls, and I will fuck things up accordingly. Uh, for Paige, hey, madam, we will talk to you.